So yeah. uh, we're very excited. So we don't know what movie it is. This is how professional I am as a host. So now that I set it up, we would love for you to do the countdown. And then when the audience hears you say go, they mm -hmm. will press play and we will start this YouTube movie together. Okay, cool. So I'm going to start it, right? Countdown. All right. Three, two, one, go. All right, soccer. Now, this is great welcome to Racers Alley here, back in the uh, heart of the mission. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just talking to Mokri. No, no, I was actually bitching about not getting my food earlier. I'm kind of a little aggravated. So that being said, on St. Patty's Day, you know what you do? You go get in a fist fight. So let's go do that. But happy St. Patrick's Day here at Racers Alley here in the heart of the mission. I can't hear my own thoughts, but I can see the thing running, so apparently we're on. We need to go over here and turn this. This you thing want to show on. this. You want mm -mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Anyways, give us a second. We'll get back together. I don't know where my hamburger went. Good folks. But um, welcome back to Racers Alley here in the heart of the mission. I'm just kind of like trying to deal over here. Let's just push record. And we should be all good from there. And then Radio ooh, one. let me Play do this. Strong. And we shall be on. Hi, welcome back to Races Alley here in the heart of the mission and the Mutiny Radio, and thanks for listening, and boy, we're going to start a whole new year here, so to speak. Uh, I've been on since January here and there, just been lamenting, and hasn't been official shows, and obviously you shouldn't have been listening to them back in the day, and i just putting on some weird music. So... Tonight, uh, we're going to have actually really special guests. Uh, we're going to have Hawk Mazzotta back in. He just ran over in Daytona. We're also going to have uh, Dustin Cornier in again from Daytona. And we're going to have us, Dame Stone Care guests, Emily and um, Yar Yar. I believe Shannon won't be in, and I'll have to uh, remember who's going in. So, uh, that being said, Milk Crate Brian's spinning the tunes right now, and uh, great to have him back. Milk Crate, great to have you back on the show, man. Yar Yar. Oh, yeah, it's good to be back, too. Yar. It's been a while, and uh, it's our first show in a while, and uh, let's get this one, like, we got some cool people coming in, talking about racing from Daytona especially, which is really, really cool, and um, yeah, we'll have the Dame Stone Care coming in, talking about some, uh, whatever they have their uh, season coming up. Right now, I, I, I really gotta say, um, I think I think Milk Crate, uh, or how do you say, um, COVID season is now done, and everyone's trying to get back to normal life again, and we're all going to start riding and just having some great fun, right? Yeah, I got my nice orange flyer in the mail, uh, which, those of you that don't know, is for the Oakland Motorcycle Club's Sheet Iron 300, which is uh, an off-road motorcycle event uh, with 500 riders. Um, if you want to register for it, make sure that you get your registration in on April 1st because it fills up fast. You can find information about that ride on the Oakland Motorcycle Club's website, along with specific instructions on where to drop off your forms uh, when they're ready. Okay, well, great. With that being said, I don't think anything we heard anything now. We gotta oh, set up everything. Okay, cool, because over here we weren't. Yeah. So we'll get shit together. Let's put on some music. Welcome back to Races Alley here at Beatty Radio in the heart of the mission. And as usual, we always, uh, well, this is our first show. So uh, we haven't all been together in quite some time. And we get to uh, figure out our new machinery here, so to speak, in a sense. And uh, yeah, let's put on some music and figure out our stuff. All right. Please enjoy the music of Steve Albini and Shellac. Shellac. Yar, yar. Welcome back to Races Alley at Beatty Radio. 
play the drum. Check, check, check. 
are. Welcome back to Racers Alley here in the heart of the mission. And uh, boy, oh boy, we're going to have a great show tonight. Uh, I guess I'll call it our first official show because uh, it's been a while since we had any racing going on all over the place. And we have a full house here. We have Milk Great Brian spinning the tunes. We have Subculture Racing Wade Boyd uh, chilling out and uh, being co-host as well. And going to let us know about his racing that's been going on off-season as well. And uh, tonight we're going to actually have really cool folks... Uh, Return guest Hawk Mazada uh, from Hawk Mazada Motor Camp. But more importantly, you know, Hawk just ran uh, number 121 at the uh, Nowowski Extreme Performance Bagger at the Daytona International Speedway. So, really, really cool. Hawk just ran uh, number 121, uh, Nowowski Extreme Performance Bagger at the Daytona International Speedway. So, that's the uh, Moto America King of Baggers for all of you. Uh, it's, it's a new thing going on right now. It's pretty fucking cool. So, yeah, yeah. And I uh, promise I stopped on the show so we'll, we'll work on that anyhow very very cool hawk's gonna call in and uh, that'll be really cool and dustin's a, a return a, as well a guest and he's gonna be calling in about uh being at daytona as well during the races and he has some uh, tales to tell as well as that and uh of course uh let us know about the track days coming up uh scheduled this year so that's really really cool and uh boy uh we'll have a couple other guests uh, showing up shortly a couple of dames don't care emily and such and then i'll figure out uh yeah what's going on for the rest of the show but we'll for sure have the afm schedule and the uh, california road race association schedule going on um it'll be a short show but it'll be great to have both those boys calling in uh, hawk and dustin regarding uh, what just happened to daytona you know wade's been there and uh it's a really really unique course and if you look on the uh anima webs and everything everyone mike should be on um boy it looked like a lot of stuff went on it was raining they had the baggers they had uh, it was it was interesting time you know yeah. <laughs> so uh all the boys i uh, hope came home safely but nowadays with all the social media and uh attention you can get i mean everyone can have a gopro we're seeing things we've never seen before you know and then uh, you know there's there at one point i think a, a guy went on the on the on the uh the uh our uncle barry of the banks the wall he hit the wall he yeah. hit the wall and he rode the wall and he went back down and 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 yar he went to he yeah he kept it together and everyone else around him kept yeah. it together yeah, as well <laughs> it was the speed that kept him going yeah the momentum nobody shut off and hey, wow he hit two guys and nobody fell down yeah everyone was just was amazing keeping it together it was incredible bet he couldn't do it again did you see that as well, uh, Bill Crate? No, I didn't catch any of that. Yeah, it was a while though. Well, it's we see it all on the face of a book. You're not on the face of a book, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, the highlights of it were were quite incredible, and uh, yeah, as well as uh, folks of the other areas, uh, you know, getting off and such, and uh, as well, you you know, the banks there waiting. I imagine. I mean, if you get off, you ain't slowing down for a while. Yeah, you know, totally you, not. So this other guy got off. He all but touched the bank with his foot and he slid and slid and slid and then he slid all the way to the bottom and then they went to another frame but yeah he, but that's yeah. quite a while isn't it yep. it's, 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 uh, well i mean you've been there if you stand at the bottom of the of, of the banks i mean you're pretty much looking up at a couple of stories ain't yeah. you? and he's doing at least 170 miles an hour you are so there's that as well <laughs> man so uh yeah, cheers to all the Daytona racers out there and, and who made it. And I heard uh, it was really rather difficult conditions due to the rain this year. So which I can't is, imagine. Which is really rare because it, it never rains in Florida. Yeah. They race all season long, all winter long. It's it's amazing. 
So yeah, throw a monkey in the wrench for sure, and especially when you see one of the crashes where the guy is basically either he gave it too much gas, which I think nowadays on them computerized bikes, I don't know if you can do, but either that or he, he hit a little hydroplane pothole, and it just like zip. And he went out. On the bank? Yeah. And he just went flying. Well, he, he, yeah. he was sliding for quite some time. You yeah, know? it just it stepped out, and and there's nothing he could do about it. Yeah, at those speeds. Okay, it goes, blip. Whoa. So, yeah, it's it's not like a car. It's cars just like bump elbows. A bike will fall down. <laughs> and then you're just running and, along. And, and then you slide forever. Yeah. Forever and ever. And uh, at the they do, Daytona with the rain, I imagine that must have been a hell of experience. And we should have to hunt him down and see if he'll call in. But uh, anyhow, yeah, welcome back to Racers Alley here, uh, here at Mutiny Radio and Heart on a Mission. And uh, so far, you know, uh, welcome back, guys. It's been a while since I've seen you. And, yeah. you know, you know, it's like uh, everyone's here and still and having a great time and uh, very, very important. And uh, that that being said, you know, I wanted to mention uh, Pamtastic right now at Mutiny radio is going through a lot right now and we we this this is a time of our year where we really need to uh get our funds together and, and uh, keep the show going so you know usually on thursday she's either at the bar on dolores at 29th it's uh 7 30 or uh at emperor norton's at turk and larkin at 7 p.m so uh, depending on what uh what thursday she's out there right now and she just wanted me to mention her actually earlier that um the brunch at atlas cafe is really really good show uh usually happens there at saturday at uh, atlas cafe at 2 p.m and uh lots of laughs good food you know and go out there and support it's a great way to have a good brunch and have some good libations and uh specials on food and such so go see pam over at the brunch uh brunch at atlet's cafe at 2 p.m on saturdays and um please support all her shows i mean right now she's here at meany radio she's trying to do her best to keep us going and uh now that the um covid's over and stuff i mean we did lose a lot of uh folks who had actually their their slots i mean uh you can have a slot here uh pay to have your own radio radio slot for a while and uh you know as well as all the businesses in the in the city i mean uh we're we've lost a lot of folks here uh during the week so that being said you can always have a slot here at meeting radio but always come and enjoy you know her shows i mean on mondays she has a joke workshop here at 21st in Florida. Learn how to be, be a comedian. Uh, show up at 6 p.m., learn the ropes, and uh, hang out with a bunch of people, learn how to write jokes. And then from there, you can always uh, come there and, uh, you know, be here for free comedy at uh, Mutiny Radio on Fridays, which is in 21st in Florida. So you kind of graduate, you know, uh, from uh, learning how to tell jokes. All of a sudden on Friday, you can be here and uh, say, you know, tell your jokes in front of a real audience, which is really, really cool. And uh, she'll do anything to help you. I mean, she's really, really good at that. All she wants to do is uh, make everyone happy and succeed. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, fantastic. We love you out there. And uh, tonight, have a great show. And uh, like she mentioned, she'd like to, uh, you know, say, uh, come out to have brunch and laughs at Atlas Cafe at 2 p.m. on uh, Saturday. So, it's really, really cool. And have some fun doing that. Yeah. So in the future here, actually, we've probably got another few minutes before we get a call in. And um, let's take a little bit of a break. And uh, we shall hear from Hawk soon uh, about the Daytona bag of racing. Yeah. In a milk crate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got a little of the meat puppets for you <laughs> here. Around here it's all the same. I said it's all the same. 
dreams caught up with you Now you wait your turn You know there's no return
I was just thinking we might as well talk about something. Yeah, you are. So anyhow, uh, Wade, you know, I've heard you've been, uh, holy moly, look what we got over there. Once I put that on, we got a blinking light. What does that mean? Oh, we've got a caller. That's what that means. <laughs> so anyhow, yeah, we got a uh, caller here. And let's see here if Milk Crate Frank can get us all set up here and go from here. But uh, anyhow, yeah, welcome back to uh, Racer's Alley here in the heart of the mission. And uh, boy, oh boy, I think we have return guest Hawk Mazada calling in right now from uh, Hawk Mazada Motor Camp. And also, he just ran the Daytona Bagger Racing. So let's hear. Hey, Hawk, how are you doing? Hey, guys, good. How are you? Wow. Uh, great to hear from you. We're doing great here. It's our kind of really first show, and uh, now that race is going back on, we'd like to be on regularly and have a good time. And, uh, yeah, I saw you uh, on the face of my book, and uh, you ran uh, number 121, a Nowowski Extreme Performance Bagger at the Toyota International Speedway, right? I did, yeah. We... Uh... We showed up there as green as can be. New uh, new team to racing. They've they've never done the racing thing. They're incredible custom bike builders and um, built this bike up. And we got a couple of, of uh, tests beforehand. Then we showed up Daytona and gave it a go. Wow. Uh, I mean, is this the first time on that bike, or had you ran it at the Sears Point? Is this the same Sears Point bike? Yeah, same bike. So we tested one time out in Barber, um, out in Alabama, and then uh, raced raced the uh, Bagger Racing League race at Sonoma, which was uh, real short due to weather, so we didn't get much seat time. But um, yeah, same bike. At least I knew what I was riding. Um, But then, you know, Daytona, we had some tough weather also, so it was very limited. Yeah, from what we saw on the, uh, I was mentioning to Wade, he's been out there himself, and um, I have never been, so I, I can only picture or imagine. But uh, yeah, uh, you had uh, wet weather out there, uh, which is, I imagine, rather challenging. As well as, I mean, when you were doing the back of here last time at Cheers Point and stuff, you mentioned uh, you you spoke with your uh, counterparts. And uh, you all felt a little loose, so don't worry about feeling a little loose. So that actually gave you a peace of mind. But uh, going into uh, Daytona, um, you were gearing up, and uh, that weather must have been really, really challenging and uh, changed everything. Yeah, you know, it was for everybody. Um, you know, Daytona is always that that uh, the first race of the season. It's sort of like the wild card of, of tracks. I mean, there's no track like it in the world. Um where you're dealing with the banking and uh, those kinds of speeds while, you know, pretty leaned over. Um, and then the infield of Daytona is sort of, it's pretty basic. It's flat and there's not a whole lot to it. <clears throat> so, you know, but, but just showing up Daytona, um, you're, you're sort of just coming into the season, um, it seems like usually for everybody, um, be it a new team or a new bike, uh, whatever it might be. So, uh, and then you add weather to it. Yeah, it was tough. You know, they they did a good job, um, Moto America, trying to just really, as soon as we had a break in the weather, get bikes on track um, and condense sessions, just shorten things up to make sure that we could at least get the show in, which was awesome because you know a lot of. A lot of teams and sponsors spend a lot of money to get all the way there. Um, 
so at least to be able to get the race done and, and, and get TV time in, get riders some points was, was cool. Um, so, but it was, yeah, it was like, hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait. And then, um, you know, get on track. And, and, uh, we, we struggled, uh, this weekend. We just had some gremlins. Um, it seems like almost all weekend. These bikes are, you know, these bikes aren't really meant to do what they're doing. Um, and so the, the team worked their tail off and, and they're learning their way around now a race bike. They build these custom Harleys, uh, these baggers, but doing what, what we're doing to them, it's a lot to ask of these bikes. So we had one practice session um, and then one qualifier and went right into the the races. And my, my practice wow. session, the whole session, I had a clutch that was that was slipping from my outlap on. And then they changed the clutch out and my qualifier same thing my outlap clutch slip so my whole qualifying um you know i had a clutch that was just zinging and flipping um we still able we were able to at least put it on the on the grid i think we qualified 10th um and then race one on my uh see on my outlap the bike died in pit lane and Yar. i ran the thing back darn near a a mile that wore me out. Had some guys that you literally pushed it back crowd. a mile. Oh man, it was that was the hardest part of the whole weekend was pushing <laughs> that big old pig. But wow, I got it back in time, and and the team owner ran over. The guys ran over somehow. I don't know what they did. They they touched some wires and made magic and started it, and then um, off you go. Yeah, you know, we started from the back of the grid, and I think I got three laps in, and the the uh, transmission let go. Um, so it was it was tough. It was challenging. We 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 got wow. it done though. The guys turned the bike around. New clutch, new tranny. Um, for the second race on on Saturday, so we at least got to race one full race slash even session, and um, we ended up seventh. So you know, it was it was good to get that for the guys. They worked so hard. Um, and you finished, and, and you you came across the finish line. I mean, that's the most totally. important thing. I mean, you're you're in the points, and uh, you know what doesn't you know kill you make it stronger. And can I ask a question? Were you running the turbo? Yeah, yeah. So we're running. Okay. We're one of two bikes that are running the turbo. The other the other team is Trask with Shane Narbon on their bike. Um, they're running a turbo, and you know the turbo is so hard on everything yeah That's i bet found is it, <laughs> it's heating everything up it's heating the the clutch and it's just it's cracking the header pipe so um yes we ran the turbo um i don't i don't see i don't think the team sees much benefit after this round we're we're going to get rid of the turbo for for atlanta well you know uh yeah, innovate, and I guess you learn from every race, and yeah. you decided that may or may not work. You know, uh, are any of the other boys innovative? Like, are they running nitrous that you know, or any 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 like back in the old days? I remember seeing Formula USA run what you brung back at Willow Springs, where you yeah. know they had GSA. Okay. Yeah, it's like a, it was anything goes. You know, um, <laughs> yeah. so um, yeah. Do you see other? Do you see other competitors running? Um, how do you say non-traditional <laughs> uh, race machines? You know, I um, aside from you know Team Trask with the other Turbo, you know, I try to walk around the the pits over the weekend to 
uh, really just sort of get eyes on the other the other baggers because it, what's so cool about it is it is so new um, yeah. still it, to everybody. Um, so you do. I, I couldn't tell you what necessarily I'm looking at. This is all so new to me. I'm not a bike builder. Um, yeah, but it's but so I do unique. Study on I mean, the motorcycles and God, the you look know, you look at the factory Indian, the factory Harley teams, and compared to our bike, and and, <laughs> and not to take away from the guys in the Wasky man, they're they're building some awesome stuff. But you know they're they're building proper race stuff. It's incredible what you look at. I, like I said, I don't, I can't tell you what it is, but it's pretty amazing what these what these teams are fabricating. And they're, and they're fabricating. It's one-off stuff. Yeah. It's uh, really neat. I was thinking like 500 GP bike stuff. I mean, every everything there is, it is. Yeah. really, uh, you know, GP style, Formula One, right? I mean, there's, yeah. Uh, yeah. it's it, 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 it's interesting. I mean, what are they, tra- what, what is their goal in this? I think it's kind of neat that it's like, you know, the amount of money they're spending, you know, doesn't really justify the amount of sales for Indians or Harleys, but the fact of the matter is motorcycle sales are declining and, and something like mm-hmm. that, you know, I, I've just seen like recently at the, you know, track day schools and stuff, they got boys out there, you know, racing Harleys right now, especially uh, Dustin's yeah. going to call in, uh, I believe, uh, you know, a little bit later and Dustin, I believe uh, he'll tell you there's a class out there for the Harley boys and it, yeah, it's a good. thing you know it really is the uh, they're, they're yeah. getting back to old stuff you know which is really really yeah cool. well you know what the um what i see it as is well a couple things but since i've i've been out of the moto america or when i was doing it ama paddocks for 12 years and so this is my first time back in the paddock and you know when i left the sport in 2010 ama was in a bit of a tough tough way you know partly due to the economy and then partly due to just i think the way things ran and and a lot of Mm -hmm. things but that's that still the sport was darn strong you had you had every manufacturer had a couple factory teams and now you know i'll be honest with you it's it's fallen off there's only a couple of factory teams but you look at the baggers and there's already you know factory harley vance and heinz harley india a couple indian teams and you know, there's a lot of money behind it. Those those bikes, as we all know, to go buy a Harley or an Indian or one of these beautiful bikes off the showroom floor, it's a it costs a lot more than than one of your Japanese bikes. You know, for, for sure. So and uh, you these know, guys uh, are behind it. You got a whole new demographic, a whole new crowd. I mean, yeah. there's there's nothing more more awesome than American-made motorcycles out there racing, and and it's like NASCAR on two wheels, man. The, the the spectators are wild. They're crazy. I love it. You know, it's what the sport needed. Exactly. NASCAR on two wheels. And I mean, Wade, when you went out there originally, you were you were running. You know, uh, back then there was a flat track boys were our idea of the NASCAR boys, and you know the Haydens exactly. and Bostroms into the flat track, and that kind of waned. And this is kind of bringing a different type of an American bike racing. You know, uh, motorcycling, and the fact that they're using these twins is is really quite incredible. You know, and uh, you're right. Uh, our American industry, our motorcycle industry, does need 
uh, a kick in the ass and uh, having mm-hmm. this whole new type of racing. And folks out there, at the, as far as the track day folks, and like I said, Dustin will be calling in in a bit, you know, uh, the fact that track day folks accommodate now Harleys and the inline fours of the old 80s bikes, I mean, that makes a big difference. These boys are coming out there having these gray beards and stuff, and they're fucking fast as fuck. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. They just pull it's, their bike out of the yeah. garage, you know. And uh, so, yeah, I think this brings a lot more to the sport. It brings a lot more excitement as well. I mean, uh, you know, uh, it's, 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 it's really, really cool. And, uh, yeah, so that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> well, the more the merrier, right? You know, you're bringing a, a, another avenue for more bikers to get out there. You know what? Um, when we were out in Barber, Alabama testing, we were the only bagger out there, but it, it sure turned heads. And what's neat is that when you, there's a lot of skepticism going on around right now, you know, these, these guys like, Oh, bagger, you know, that's, that's for the old washed up racers. They're slow, this and that. Well, when you get out there on track, these track day guys, and you know, I mean, the A group smoking everyone on their sport bikes, then they're like, Holy shit. That's, that's no joke. You know, yeah. and um, also, it's I mean, what's needed because you're opening the the door up to so many other guys that that ride and, and naked bikes. The Hooligan series that Roland Sands has put on, it's awesome. These bikes Ooh. are so cool. They're they're hauling ass. It's great racing, um, and it's affordable. You know, exactly. And I'll have to talk to you about that later, and uh, maybe have Roland on the on the show. But uh, yeah, I don't think we heard about that one. Um, but yeah, exactly. Uh, racing doesn't have to be the new thirty thousand, sixty thousand dollar bikes. And fact of the matter is, a lot of those boys are still go really, really fast. And uh, yeah. that's really, really neat. And um, let let me ask you another question. Um, how's the Hawkins Automotive Camp going? It's good. You know, um, I've been teaching a lot of private lessons. You know, on a on a daily, weekly basis, um, which is really fun. I get to hone in on on uh, students one-on-one and um you know since we were we were planning on quite a a takeoff this year with the racing series and um we've been on hold i'm I'm about to put one on the last weekend of april so april 30th to may 1st saturday sunday there'll be a kids motocross um race so really pumped about that um and then we'll see from there you know it's Uh. like you're a racer it's, it's, right I now. I got shut down for a little bit there because um, I have I have one neighbor that's been real difficult, unfortunately. It just takes one. <laughs> exactly. And, it really, really does. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, so we're, we'll we're, we're going to be back up and running here real soon. Just had to go through some politics of things. But, um, Jeez. yeah, no, the camps otherwise, it's, it's awesome. Right on, right on. Yeah. So, uh, well, that's good. And I imagine all of a sudden – uh, I, when you started the camp about a year ago or so, uh, well, I believe the last thing in your mind was you're going to start contesting baggers over out there for the, you know, the, uh, you know, the Moto America King of the Baggers. I mean, boy, you know, I bet you didn't even wake up and think that and ask that from Santa one day. It was just like all of a sudden you're just thrown <laughs> into this and here you are doing some really, really great and cool stuff. You know, it's like, uh, yeah. And also, I mean, there's something to be said about hiring these old experienced racers. I mean, these are the people who can uh, actually ride a bike that's going out of control, know how to keep you cool. You know, these ain't bikes that have like traction control, all this bullshit. You know, these are bikes that actually have to deal with, you know, uh, uh, 
literally your 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 dance and getting power to the ground and trying to move a bike that's moving around you know and uh, yeah that, you know that's I, a huge deal i could say you know? that that when you have the talent like jeremy mcwilliams i mean that yeah, that's guy a big name the, <laughs> i mean most incredible riders he's ridden it all one on everything um his teammate tyler o'hara uh, Bobby Fong and the Wyman brothers wow. and you name it. These guys have yeah, all been at the top names. of superbike racing. And um, it's really, it's really awesome to be out there with those guys at, at my age now. And um, it says a lot for the sport. So, uh, you know, like I think it's just so cool that, that um, you can, you can introduce something new like this bagger thing where so many people are like, Oh man, that's what are they even thinking or doing? And, and it's taken off like it is now, and it it's good to have, you know, that, 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 I don't know what you call it, but, but the people out there that like to talk it's a new thing. about it, well, no, um, you know, well, people cool. out there, people, guys going as fast as they are. yeah, well, you know, screw those people, and, uh, you know, when I was a young kid, uh, I was a really arrogant guy on my sport bike, and I was going through, uh, Crow Canyon over there down in San Ramon, and, uh, this guy on a fucking Harley, you know, I'm going, I think I'm going really, really fast. I think back then I had a VFR or something. And he goes by me and he goes, whoop, whoop. And he literally just sits back in the back of his seat with his arms stretched out while he's passing me. You know, it's just like, <laughs> you, know, it's like you know, you never underestimate a Harley is all I got to say about that. But, uh, you know, <laughs> right. I, I, I think it's fucking awesome. And I think it's bringing a whole new life into the motorcycle industry, which we really, really need. You know, so that's really, really cool. Yeah. And uh, man, you know, I look forward to hearing from you. And if you want to call in any time, feel free and uh, let us know what's going on. And uh, after every show, that'd be awesome. You got it. No, I, I always look forward to it, you guys. I appreciate you following, and uh, hopefully, well, well, we'll be Atlanta. The next round is Atlanta, and the, the Noaski Extreme Performance boys are working hard to make some changes to the bike, and we're, we're running the whole season, which is exciting. So, um, I don't know, maybe will you guys be down at Laguna Seca? Well, I don't know, Wade. Uh, I don't know if that's a thing. I, I don't know if I'll be there or whatever, but I'll be trying to, uh, yeah, whatever I can. And, um, right on. Yeah, so hopefully we will. You know, uh, I got to well, figure out what's going on. Meet you guys in, in person still. It'll be awesome. <laughs> I say that every time. <laughs> right on, Hawk, and uh, thank you for calling right on, in. You guys. And um, yeah. we'll definitely be in touch for after the next race. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Tell, tell Dustin coming on. Tell him I say hi. Yeah, yeah, Cheers I shall. Thing. Right on, right on. Right on. Cheers, mate. Thanks, guys. Cheers. All right, well, great. You got some music going on? Yeah, we've got Acid King with a song called ride fast and take chances <laughs>
Gary R. Welcome back to Races Alley here in the heart of the mission. And uh, yeah, boy, oh boy, we had a nice full show uh, here tonight. And uh, earlier, Hawk Mazzotta called in to talk about his racing over there at the uh, with his number 121 Nowoski Extreme Performance Bagger at the Daytona International Speedway. Also, you know, he's running the Moto America King of Bag King of the Baggers. So uh, hopefully, he'll call in from show to show from now on and uh, actually uh, let us know how the how the year goes on and especially the uh, you know innovations to make on the bikes and so to speak. I mean. Uh, uh, Daytona was a really hard race, apparently, and, you know, he ran it, he got out of it, and uh, as usual, you know, Wade and I know more than anything, uh, boy, there's a lot of times you go in there and things break, and you got to fix them, and they break good, and you just got to fix them, and you got to keep going on with whatever you have left, so uh, it was really, really good, and a shout-out to Hawk, right, Wade? Yeah, yeah, yep, you know, yep, yep. To, to keep racing and all that good stuff, and, uh, yeah, so very, very cool to hear from Hawk, and, um, you know, uh, keep on going and uh, we love hearing the stories and also uh, that being said we were mentioning earlier it's very very hard to ride a motorcycle that you're basically um, innovating I guess is the easiest way to put it you're basically a, a pilot and every every time you go out you're doing something that they've radically changed on the motorcycle and Wade and I've been around that block where every time we go out there we break down and such and it's just like really really hard to ride a bike that you actually don't know if it's going to make it you know, especially at the Isle of Man, you know, you are, yeah. but uh, <laughs> you go out there and do it and you, you pull it out there and it takes a certain type of rider to actually, um, what you're doing out there is when you're going out there, you're assessing what you're doing with the bike, you're, you're assessing what the bike's doing uh, under extreme loads and whatever you're doing, you're, you're flying a thing that's kind of out of control and uh, you're coming back into the pitch and then um, the reason you're there, Hawk, is because you're an extreme. Uh, 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 you know how to tune a bike, and you, you're you know you're you're a test pilot, and you know how to talk about this stuff. And you know uh, all these people who go, oh, you are, you are, don't know how to ride a bike. You know, screw you guys, man. Uh, what you're doing every time out there when you're doing it is you're 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 uh, uh, you're a test pilot. And all you boys out there that are running these baggers right now, are, are you're running these things that are one-off, never been made before, and you're trying to put them out there to the extreme uh, pressure. And uh, luckily, you all know how to slide around and uh, do extreme things and uh, smile while you're doing it. And uh, Hawk, 40 is not old, dude. Let me know. <laughs> Anyhow, that being said, you know, congratulations. You know, I'm going out there for the, the Daytonas, yeah? Right? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, I just wanted to do a little uh, bit of a uh, interlude to let you know that uh, Racers Alley is still out here, and we're going to have a break here in a second, and I'll figure out what the dames are here for. Uh, right now, I see them sharpening their knives. So, what, what, are you, what are you ladies up to here? Chris. <laughs> She's up to more than I am. Yeah. All right. Um, we'll be back shortly, and uh, we'll figure out like uh, what uh, what's going on here and on the tunes, Milk Crate. Uh, we've got the Melvins up next, doing a cover of Kisses Going Blind. Yeah, and uh, I really love having Milk Crate back, and it's really really great to have the tunes back on. Yeah, yeah.
Yeah, yeah. Welcome back to Racer Sally here in the heart of the mission. And uh, boy, oh boy, I think we have a return guest, Dustin, calling in. That's me. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm good. You know, I think the Daytona hangover is finally, finally uh, subsided. <laughs> did you did you drive there or fly there? No, I flew there, but we were there. You know, Wednesday. I didn't come back till Monday. So. Wow. Yeah, because I mean, uh, way way that things spin there. Uh, you, you've driven there. I don't know if you've flown there before, but yeah, it's a, it's apparently it's yeah. a big deal. <laughs> you know. Uh, I mean, you know, it's cross country. You know, yeah, exactly. standard standard deal. The other you side know, of you, the world. You know, you you jack up your sleep schedule for a couple days because you know the time difference. And did so. you did you really even sleep while we were out there? I mean, uh, how, how was it? What did you do? Yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. You know, I was I was the fire extinguisher guy for the Attack Yamaha crew, and um, so <laughs> you know, from that perspective, it was it was pretty fun. You know, and and I mean, our guy. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, Jake had a a little crash on Saturday morning that pretty much put him out of the race. Um, hmm. And then obviously, Cam P went out and just damn near won the thing. So. Uh, what was Drake running, and uh, uh, what what what's he see? And was it raining? Because I heard yeah, I, so, I heard the conditions were pretty harsh out there at certain points. Yeah, it was uh, raining cats and dogs off and on the really? entire time we were there. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So the schedule kept changing, and um, you know, Moto America would just basically shuffle us on the track whenever there was like a a window of dryness. So, so super tough. Um, so I yeah. mean, I, I imagine at that point, um, well, slicks are out. But if you really don't want to put wets on due to the speed, so were you running DOTs? I mean, well, they well, didn't. They didn't run. We ran slicks, man. We, you know, we ran Pirelli. I think our team ran Pirelli. You know, the one twenty five front, and then whatever the Daytona rear was that they had. Did you cut them for the rain? No, no, the, the track, the, the interesting thing about Daytona is they, uh, when, when it stops raining, uh, they send a truck with like a jet engine to drive over the racetrack. Very interesting. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So everybody, so, everybody was pretty much on slick. So there wasn't a, a hydroplane issue, so to speak. Oh no, no! Wow. Okay, because we we were mentioning that earlier. It's just like wow, you know, with all with all the weather conditions. And I mean, I've I've run in the rain in extreme once before here and uh, over there. And yeah, I mean, rains rains rain, and, but uh, Daytona, yeah, Daytona I've never Daytona, been. Daytona, is, they don't, you know, they they don't let you ride in raining conditions there. Gotcha. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, it, there's walls there. I don't know if you've seen, but there's like walls for people to hit. So. I would guess that that would be a reason not to run in the wet there. Yeah, you just roll down the, the inside. It's all right. Yeah. Did you see the Facebook book thing where the guy went up and rode on the wall? And thank God no one going out. But it was a kind of a yeah, little crazy. Yeah, yeah. That, that was Macchiato. Quite yeah, incredible. Yeah, I, I spoke to him. <laughs> it, it, so uh, did he have to clean his shorts or, or he just like... What? I had pretty much asked him something along those lines. Yeah. Like he had... A, his eyes got real big for a minute, 
boy, there, well, so. just you know, as you know, as a racer, it's just it's just <laughs> a, you know a fraction of a second, you know. But boy, oh boy, that must have been quite interesting, you know. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, <clears throat> Daytona is uh, Daytona is its own little animal, you know. I mean, it brings out weirdness inside and outside of the gate, you know. Um, I, I, I don't know if you I've heard. There, was, there, a, there yeah. was a news story there um, while we were there. One of the days we were there, this guy on a Harley pulling a trailer tried to jump the drawbridge oh, off I Main saw Street. That. Whoa, that's what that was about. Yeah, he didn't make it. What? <laughs> no, no. He, 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 he bailed. He left the trailer up back over there, and he bailed. He's, wow. So I don't know what happened to him, but wow. Holy moly. Oh, that's Oops. crazy. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, there was a, I mean, obviously, Daytona, like I said, it's a, it's like a crazy little place, you know? I mean, there's a whole bunch of people outside the gate that don't even know there's a race happening. Yep, yep. Um, they're all over the place, yeah. You know. <laughs> and the, the more Harley deal is, there's more. There's there's endless. So we, we were taking a I mean, trip the other day down Main Street, and we went here, there, and we were supposed to go by the beach. We'd never been to the beach. I don't know if there's a beach. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we you know we went by the beach on Sunday just to check it out, whatever. It's you used really to be able there. to drive out on the beach right there, but I guess they blocked it off now. But uh, um, uh, the I will tell you this: the people watching in Daytona is pretty stellar. Um, you know, I mean, just the stuff that people put on their bikes is just ridiculous. And then, yep. Uh, yep. then obviously, you know, um, if you go a little bit away from that area, there was like a, there was like another area where there was sort of like a, I don't know what else to call it, but like a twelve o'clock boys hangout. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a bunch of teenagers on motocross bikes doing stunts on the street. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got we got uh, those all over the place here now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I talked a little bit about that last night on my podcast with Richard. Um, from, yeah. From the race team at Campy. But that, yeah, I mean it. No crap. Like the guy, <clears throat> the guy definitely had a. Uh, there was a whole bunch of motocross bikes with number plates and everything, and then some like, really. I guess you could say tricked out banshees. Like yep, they were kind yep. of stretched mm-hmm. and like a, you could tell it had a built engine. Cool. And so it was like it, a that's, sort that's of like a East fight Asia. show right on the yeah. intersection there. It's, 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 yeah, the 12 o'clock boys. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty crazy stuff, you know. Uh, Dustin, let me ask you a question. You know, uh, right now um, you're doing the track days, correct? Yeah, we got a track. We got two track days coming up. Actually, we've got April third and fourth at Button Willow. Okay, so uh, that being said, is that going to be geared towards uh, new racers? So the you know that type of thing, or we um, it's geared towards. I mean, it's it's ABC format with the new racer orientation as well. Cool. So all right. So yeah, I mean we're. I, I took. I made it my mission this year to try to graduate as many new racers into the sport as I possibly could. So you know, we're every event that we have at Button Willow, we're going to have a new racer orientation just to try awesome. to. Good, good. You know, because I'm one of the owners of the CRA Race Club. Like, you know, I think the best way to build a new club is from the bottom up. So, you know, bringing more new racers. And what's funny is. Um, some of the new racers that have raced that, that went through the program, I, we I think we've graduated a little over a hundred in a year. Um, 
some of those racers have been with AFM now and also the CVMA. So, well, you know, uh, it's, it's like um, it's like raising the tides for all, you know? Exactly. Um, well, we'll go over the track day things uh, in the future. I'll get your thing and we'll, we'll, we'll get all your um, yeah. uh, dates down. But lately, you know, I've been running actually the AFM schedule and the CRA race schedule. And, um, you know, um, so that being said, yeah, my next question really was, um, how was the first race at the CRA, man? Dude, it was awesome. Like, we had a really good turnout, you know, um, and we had some pretty competitive racers happen, coming out. You know, we had, I, uh, in the big racers anyway, we had uh, Bryce Prince and um, Ezra Bobier going at it. So it was, it, was, uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a beautiful so, weekend, actually, uh, as far as the 12th and 13th race uh, out there at Buttonwallow. Yeah. And uh, you yeah. had a great turnout, a lot, a lot of great folks out there. And also, I noticed you had uh, all the all the tire folks out there. So you know, as far as support and stuff, and oh, uh, sure. yeah, it, it was a, it was a good, good, great weekend out there. And uh, what's really, really cool, you know, uh, you don't really coincide or run into any of the AFM races, which means you can actually run both series. And, yeah, uh, that was by design. I mean, we really wanted to make sure that we didn't conflict with those dudes. Well, it's like old you school know, Willow Springs was the same way. When you know they they didn't run with the AFM weekends. And what's what's really cool is, I mean, your next race, dude. I mean, just you have to say it. I mean, dude, where are you gonna be? Yeah, our, the the next round of CRA is at Laguna Seca um, in June. I think it's uh, June twenty fifth, twenty sixth weekend. Um, so you know, we we actually um, we actually just got news today. Like I think there's a press release being built about it, but we got news today. We do have a title sponsor for the rest of the season. So awesome! Um, that's pretty neat. You know, this club is very racer centric. So you know, we've um, I don't know if you were there, but we we do put the racers first and. You know, we do have. Um, it's a little bit of a different kind of thing than a lot of the a lot of clubs that already are, are around and established. Um, well, you know, uh, we do podium ceremonies for multiple races. You know, not we we basically want to showcase and kind of highlight everybody, not just the uh, select few. Um, the the club does also qualify for grid position. So, like, you know, in the morning practice, your lap times determine your grid position, not time of entry and points. <clears throat> so um, those are two kind of unique for club racing things. Um, we have the, the race club has insanely beautiful trophies. Um, <laughs> they're definitely... They're definitely not the five dollar repurposed soccer trophies. Yeah, you know they're that's pretty cool. They're specifically made for yeah. the racing. Emily or Wade made, you know, both these boys and girls here. It's like uh, Katie used to make the uh, great trophies for the dames rides, and Wade used to just well, he's a master just <laughs> anything that has to do with metal. So, yeah, you know, um, I have to say, I was out there in February. It just didn't work out tech-wise for me, unfortunately. Um, oh, how, how, well, yeah, it was. But, uh, 
they even tried to steal our truck. But uh, long story okay. short, it was it's, it was really neat because what I what for my vision, everything was there, great tech. Everyone was happy to be out there and helping each other. At one point, the guy next to us was crashing, and it's just like a normal race thing. And it's like you got a clip on. It's like all right, next time I bring this thing, and we we're talking about my bike and my chain and certain things and. Um, it was a normal race weekend, but it was really, really cool to also see at one point there was a bunch of little kids out there running at the cart track out there somewhere or something, something. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it was really, really cool to see everyone out there. You had good support. You had actually good tents out there for folks actually selling uh, wares and stuff as well. You know, nowadays you don't really see like a, you know, back in the old days for us, it would like be a cycle gear, you know, back when it was like three shops in the valley. You know, and they'd be there selling if you needed something, if you crashed. So it's it's nice to have support that way and uh, everyone out there to help and all the tire crews as well. And uh, what was really, really interesting and really, really cool was uh, the variance of years of the bikes that were around us. At one point when I was carrying my tires back and forth, a, a YZR500 rolled by in a Kenny Roberts colors weighed. Ding, 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 ding. Mm. And I told uh, Chad, did you that see that? That must have been Clinton White House. The Clinton White House? Yeah. Yeah, that was like White a, House, dude. I think that was, a, beautiful. that was a 350, actually. Oh, RC. Well, it was wonderful. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as well as uh, there was inline four guys. And like I was mentioning earlier with Hawk Pizzotta called in, um, you have a whole class of them twin boys, the Harley boys, and then even yeah. more so the inline four boys. So it was just like uh, I shaved and stuff trying to feel like not looking old, but now I'm going to have to go wear my whole beard to make me feel young. Them boys is like a yar. And, uh, yeah, they, they were all pretty much a, a bunch of good old boys, you know. And they yeah, have the their inline fours. Is that what that yeah. is? Yeah, well, they That's don't fuck around. That's what they call around. it, the American Iron Class. Oh, yep. that's awesome. And, uh, yeah, they don't mess around. It was it was great to see that as well, you know. So, you know, the uniqueness of the classes you have there, uh, number one, uh, obviously allows people to run bikes that other people won uh, as far as a racing. And number two, um, you're gonna th it's going to get around. Uh, just like Hawk was saying with the bagger races. And, uh, yeah, yeah you, I think, you know, someone needs to nudge you about having a sidecar racing class out there, but you'll have to deal uh, with dude, him on the, the side. sidecar guys, <laughs> that's a whole nother level, right? Yeah, <laughs> but I, I bet you I could get you six sidecars here on a weekend somewhere. Well, I, I know the sidecar guys. Um, they, <laughs> I haven't spoken to them this year, but I know some of the sidecar guys. And uh, Well, he happens to be right you know. next to me. <laughs> uh, Wade, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll be straight up with you, though. I mean, our class structure is pretty simple. I mean, we've basically got 400, 600, and 1,000, and then a twins class, right? And then, obviously, we have the American Iron class, and then, you know, there's the Formula 40 stuff and the ladies class and yeah, a lot yeah, of a lot like of that. bikes though. But, it's, you have a, a very yeah, big array, yeah, like eighties, nineties, which is really nice. Is that there, a lot of those bikes are affordable nowadays. You don't necessarily have to buy a brand well, new R one. Well, the thing one, is, like, you know? I mean, the class structure is built around basically what modern motorcycles are. But if you're a guy that wants to come racing, we'll find a place for to put you. You know, <laughs> I mean. We're not going to say, nope, don't have a class for you and send you packing. The, this club, like I said, it's rider-centric, so or racer-centric, if you will. And 
we want to make sure that if somebody shows up with some something, even if it's like uh, Clinton White House's two-stroke, yeah, um, we definitely place. will find a place to put them, you know? And go race. Yes. Yep. Now, um, yep. Uh, so I was out there, and um, here's here's another fascinating thing, Wade and uh, ladies. Uh, you have classes now that are twenty lap races. We do. Yeah. Yes. So what that means is like uh, it's not under, it's, it's actually really racing because usually when you have a race, uh, by the time you have six or seven laps, you're just warmed up or not. And a lot of times, back in the old days when I used to race, um, six or seven laps, they'd be broken up because someone would have a red flag. So you'd have to have two, mm. three lap sprints. You know, a 20-lap 20, right. 20 race allows you to have a full, like, okay, warm up, 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 get past, uh, strategize, uh, go back and forth. And, uh, you know, this really, really fascinates me. And um, I will start doing push-ups because that really is what interests me the most is, like, um, to be able to do that will get me back to the Isle of Man. You know, I mean, um, <laughs> that's, yeah. uh, that's a lot different than just doing a sprint race. And you offer these right. races on various, various levels and anyone could do it. And you do all your racing as well as far as on qualifying. So no matter where you're right. at, you can be a guy just walks in. You could get in on qualifying. It's not about politics. You've been here for six races. Exactly. It's about you just show up. You qualify for a race, and you're able to go. Um, well, let's sit on grid number two. You know, you just show right. up. Right. You know, so it's yeah, about your so time and your ability that... abilities more than uh, how long you've been there. And uh, right. I, so I think the that's the, different the races. The, the lap counts work. Um, for the most part, all of our sprint races are eight laps, which is a couple more. The reason why they're eight laps is because, um, you know, like I said, racer-centric, right? And how many times have you done a six-lap race where you're like, man, if I had one more or two more laps, I would have caught that guy. Well, the old so days like, oh. used to be eight laps, I think, at serious point. I mean, uh, yeah, there was, there was back in the old days, we did eight laps and. I think uh, the uh, Willow Springs was more like six or, yeah. But it was the, Willow Springs was always six, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so it just depends. You know, so we do the eight lap sprints, and then we do a, um, uh, we do a, we do a twenty lap GT for the six hundred, then on the thousands. See. And then we do a sixteen lap GT for if you're on a twin or a four hundred. Um. 16 laps on a 400 is a long time. Right? Yeah, and, um, and it allows you to use your tires fully rather than just like wasting them off for two races over three races. And you learn right. a lot in 14, 14 <clears throat> laps or 20 laps. I mean, you're, right. you're really able to actually race and uh, do strategy. Right. You know, sometimes, you know, you can... I'd start, you know, I'm going to start from the back and I'll just reel people in. Some people rather start from the front and try to, you know, everyone has their own chess game out there. And that's right. what 20 laps oh. allows you to learn from. It's just like, uh, right. you know, and, and, and test so many things. It, it, it's just beyond me. And um, my main, like, here's my question on that. So my, 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 um, my pit mate was asking, Alex, so. Are you basing 20 laps on the fastest racer? So if he does 20 laps, everyone cuts off if they've done 60, like a normal endurance race pattern? I mean, that's, that's how racing goes, right? I mean, yeah. okay. the, the leader the leader crosses the checkered flag, at, uh, you know, that's then, basically everyone after that, the checkered flag's 
Yep. Yeah. yeah okay. It, good. Right? Yeah. Well, that, no, I wanted to clarify that, and so that's good to know. You know, for the folks listening. You know, so I mean, it doesn't mean you have to do the twenty laps. It just means he has to do the twenty laps, and you just right. try and race as much as yeah, you can you, race. Well, you people, may do only twelve. Use it for, some people use the GT race as additional practice too. Well, I so didn't want to say that GT out loud. No, <laughs> oh, that's okay. I mean, they could use the GT Whoa. race and, and pull off make adjustments and then go back out right so, yeah so, well oh. are you, are you? So, i didn't know that part so you know that's a wonderful part of it as far as you know the uh california road race association you're having a whole different program than the other associations like the afm or the ama for that matter um right all your classes are very unique and the fact that you can actually do 20 and then the regular eight lap races allows a racer to actually flourish. So, I mean, you know, kids sure. want to do something that's like, rather than, like you said, rather than doing a track day, you could do a 20, 20 lap thing, you know, and you really just go in circles. Where you are, we do you know? one more thing that's pretty unique to club racing as well. Um, our premier race, the Gold Cup race um, at AFM, I think you guys call it Formula Pacific, right? Yes. So, in our gold cup race, we do sort we call it a pro start procedure. So during the gold cup race, you'll go we go out for a sighting lap, and then you put you get yourself to the grid position that you qualified for, and it's like the stands and the warmers and the umbrella and everything, and um, the announcer dude comes and interviews you. <laughs> you know, it's pretty cool. Um, and then we do a warm up lap and we go racing. So, yeah, so it's nice to so actually that, feel like a hero. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, the, yeah. I, I, I actually did it at the round one, and I was just like, man, this is actually pretty cool. Like, I'm, I was kind of nerding out on it for sure. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> right on, right on. And, that's um, as close to a that's close to pro I'll ever be. Like, I'm a I'm totally satisfied being a club racer and a grassroots guy. You know, so to do something like that, it's that was pretty cool. I thought. Well, actually, uh, your reputation precedes you, and I think you're a pretty fast motherfucker. But uh, I told myself oh, I'd stop. I stop. Uh, <laughs> I said I'd stop uh, swearing on the show. But uh, anyhow, you know, it's really, really awesome. You know, that you called in, and, and again, you know, uh, the California Road Race Association. It's it's really, really cool. Unfortunately, I didn't make button wheel. Well, I was there, but I didn't finish. Um, it's going to make it. Uh, but June 25th, 26th at Laguna Seca, definitely I'll be there. And you're yeah. going to have July 29th, 31st at Willow Springs, which is really, really also one well, of my we favorite were supposed tracks. To go, we were supposed to go to Willow Springs um, the month after that. And unfortunately, we, we did send a press release, but unfortunately that event was canceled. Okay, so, so we rescheduled. We were actually... We're actually the weekend prior to that in July at Buttonwillow, and we're going to use configuration number one. Okay, cool. Um, but I think this Laguna Seca round is—I I, I think it's going to be special because it really I will be. Think of—I I mean, honestly, that I've been racing for over twenty years, and I don't remember a club race happening at at Laguna Seca before. And I know there was one. I think I think there used to be some club races there in the eighties. Uh, it's been, uh, yeah, no, um, Wade Wade would know he's ran the AMA out there a billion years ago, but recently Arma has just run a couple of Laguna Secos, but I mean, those yeah, are I mean, I really national, but club, club no, no clubs. Club, and, uh, FM hasn't yeah. been there in many, many, yeah. many years. 
AFM will yeah, actually the 80s, be there. Right? In, I mean, yeah. Yeah. They actually plan on being there on the 8th and 9th. But, uh, of October. Yeah. So, I mean, this is June, Laguna Seca, 25th, 26th. It's going to be YAR. And, uh, you know, yeah, uh, please keep us posted because uh, I was talking to my friends and stuff. I mean, are we uh, yeah. are we going to have a big old camp tent thing? And, you know, what, yeah. what's what's the best way to make everyone comfortable there? Because uh, there going to be porter parties. Uh, can we have uh, firearms? Well, I mean, I think... And- <laughs> firearms is that what you said yes <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I mean I know that I know that we have uh, part of the entry process you can rent one of the garages um, and I think it's kind of making you rent it for all three days Friday Saturday and Sunday okay. um, but other than that I mean you know it's a, your normal paddock experience basically right so you're you're I think we're going to assign some pit spots for vendors and certain things like that. And then after that, it's figure out where you're going to be, you know. Okay, so we might have to stake our own land somewhere. Uh, (laughs) We'll we'll talk later about that, actually. Yeah, I'll send you some particular questions. And, yeah, so I can can put that out and uh, uh, go that way. I don't exactly know the answer to some of that stuff right now. but Yeah, we we have a little bit of time. Yeah, we have a little bit of time. So I'll, I'll put it out on that. I know that you know. I know that we did. The club is very racer centric, right? So we did listen to the racers after round one. And the cool thing about being new is that you can um, you can shift and adjust um, on the fly. And we've done that. So you know we're going to try to separate the experts and the amateurs quite a bit more to have a better racing experience from that perspective. And then. Um, you know, hopefully, more feed. The more feedback we get from the racers, the more we apply. You know, right uh, on. It's not like we have to go to a, and have seventy-five board meetings or whatever. No uh, uh, meeting notes and all that nonsense. Like we can we can make changes on the fly to make it better. So I haven't heard any bad things. But then again, I wasn't. We had to leave early, you know. But uh, anyhow, uh, it looked like a top notch, and I, I, I wish I was there because you had so many classes, so many different bikes. It was a beautiful yeah. weekend in February. And uh, that being said, yeah, no problem. Oh, dude, there was you one know. more thing. One more thing that's super unique to this club. Um, we do SMS text messages. So with for tower announcements. So. It's like you got five minute call or a writer is in need or something like that. Everybody that signs up for this SMS messaging gets that. And that then wasn't also, normal. I, I yeah, that was really great because we had our cell phone and like uh, uh, every time you know uh, all the races you can never hear that you get a wop wop you know what what was yep. I, what what what. And then, yeah, that was yeah. a wonderful way to communicate with all the racers because you can say first call number four, first call number one. It was actually, you didn't actually have to hear it. And that was a wonderful, actually, uh, yeah, addition. Uh, that That's really yeah, cool. We, we um, actually, nice. Actually yeah, it really is really, it was. You know, the racers were getting their grids that way as well. So, I mean, you So know, you don't have I, to walk I, up anymore, you know, in your yeah. leathers to go up to the window and see if they posted them yet, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I the garage. That, that saves a I, lot of I time. I was in the garage and I never had to leave the garage. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that, that's actually, you know, Dustin, that's a huge deal. And, um, 
Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I don't have to get the scooter anymore to go up and see my grid placings and stuff. Yeah, and I, I, mean, uh, I know that you can see everything. I know that AFM has like a uh, grid, a gridding website where you just go to this link and you click on what what class that you want to see the grid for, and that's pretty cool. Um, but we thought it would be cool to just send you the grid directly. You know, uh, like I said, we had to leave earlier, but yeah, everything we saw was perfect. And, and, and I yeah, I, I took that for granted, but you're totally right. I mean, it was, it was, you didn't have to, everything was there and, and you know, it's yeah. a wonderful idea and, uh, yeah, it totally worked out well. So that, that's pretty fucking awesome on that. And, uh, you did yeah, a great man. job as far as uh, putting the TRA together. Uh, Dustin, you know, I hope to be out there racing soon. URER and, um, yeah, you know, please feel free to call in any time, you know. Yeah, man. And uh, Well, thanks for having me on. Thanks for the time. Always a pleasure. And, uh, yeah, I hope to see you out there soon. <laughs> All right. Right on, right on, mate. Right on. Right on. <laughs> it's really, really cool. All right, bye. Cheers, mate. What you got? Next on the music, we have Power Trip, a, uh, a band from Texas, a heavy metal band. And the song is called Executioner's Tax, because it's tax season.
Welcome no, back to, to Racers everybody. Alley. We have two representatives from the Dames Don't Care Motorcycle Club. Collective. Collective. Excuse <laughs> me. Um, and I know they have a lot of top secret plans coming up, and they don't want to divulge all of the events that are going to happen. We uh, do, though. This summer. But maybe we could torture them and get some information out of them in some way. Ouch, ouch. We do want to talk about it because if you're in the San Francisco Bay Area, we would love to have you come ride with us because we do this once monthly, like so many periods. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice. Mm -hmm. Like so many, right? Until they stop. But you don't have to have one to ride with us. That's right, because we like Dame Dudes as well. Yeah. So, Chris. Emily. Chris. Emily. Tell us about the rides we have coming up. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be good if I knew that, right? So, yeah. Okay. Well, I know in April, we've got a ride through, it goes north. Yeah. And I don't know, does anyone here know about how good the roads are here? Up north? Tell me more, About in general bay area oh yeah oh yeah that's what i'm talking about we are going north and we are going through these fantastic roads chris tell us about it phenomenal roads really emily as many back roads as we can get our tires onto right every single one that's right the other thing we got going on is every month we meet up we like to meet up every third friday of the month we like to gather and socialize and talk shop and tell war stories because, you know, we've all got a few war stories. Absolutely. Well, and I'm not mistaken. The third Friday of the month is coming up this week. Would that be tomorrow? Uh, yes. I believe yep. that's tomorrow. So one of the things that I instituted this year, this is Chris, uh, is having an alternating schedule so that we can host both San Francisco and Oakland. And this week, this month, we're going to be meeting up at the Parkside in San Francisco. Yes, we are. And it is open up to everyone who rides and would like to join us. And this is an opportunity. If you have a suggestion about a great ride, bring it. Because we're always open to new rides and repeat rides of the bestest roads. The bestest. And may I reiterate that this is men and women... Yes, all genders and everything and no in between. Welcome. Anything, however you identify, we want you to come ride with us. Exactly. And so tomorrow, I guess, tomorrow, 7 p.m. at the Parkside, we are meeting up to talk about rides. That's right. In the future. In the future. Future rides. Future rides. So we're, we have a couple of special activities going on in the lives of some of our most important dames that are kind of occupying most of April and May a little bit, right? Well, my birthday. Pretty damn important, I gotta Extremely say. Extremely important. Huge. Hugely, bigly. So that, that's going to be kind of taking over April. It's so uh, that being said, we need to have a crowdfunding for the Union Square Bugari place or whatever Bukaki, what? Bukaki, yeah, that's what Bugari, uh, where the diamonds are at for your birthday we need to crowdfund a nice place right no oh, we no, don't need to crowdfund the place is established we are good so we got a place to rob so if anyone wants to know more about my birthday and how to get there contact alex at 
Alex.com? How do we get there? Or show up at the Parkside. Oh, are we talking to Parkside? What are we talking about? The 420? Uh, yes. I just got on here. Yes. So. Santa Rosa? Santa Rosa ish. Yes. We're not, it's semi exclusive. But if you want to come, come to the Parkside tomorrow the night. Parkside, two E's. Tomorrow night, 7 p.m. It'll be a great time. And also, it's nice to actually support all your local bars and stuff, especially nowadays. You know, things are getting back to normal. You really don't have to wear the mask and anything. So Parkside and everything around is actually open again. Yeah. So it's really, really cool. And that's a great place to be. We've had so many great times. And uh, so shall we bring, like, some fireworks or anything or just, just show ourselves up? and Fires. Uh, not... No, uh, I'll bring a fire truck with some elephants. That'd yes, be better because fireworks in Santa Rosa are probably not good. Well, uh, <laughs> well that's later. Yeah. Anyways, um, so I the day Can I give a here. quick shout out? Sure. To George Leonard for being such an incredible enthusiast of motorcycles. Yeah, he's he's a double a power, yeah, right? George. Yeah, right on, George. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I've been out there and having some great times. And uh that being said, you know, uh Dame's uh yeah, how are your bikes? Are you gonna be going out there anytime soon? Chris uh, just got a brand new bike. Tell us about it, Chris. Oh my word. Can I tell you? So this yes. Dinah girl who's ridden Harleys for twenty one years has crossed a bridge over to Triumph. Got myself yes. a little street street triple. Uh there's wow. an adjustment period, I must say. It's very different riding style. Well, uh, also, I imagine the uh, the the, the posture, all yeah. of it, all of it, very, very different, and uh, it's tough being a little bit of a newbie. Um, but I'm confident that I will conquer this challenge. Right on, uh, newbie. Newbie, newbie to a sport bike. Okay, well, as 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 a president, send her down a one way street. She'll learn really quick. <laughs> I don't think we need to teach her anything. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It's really confidence. <laughs> All right, I'm going to bet you you can't go down one way street. So let's put it down that we're way. We're about on. to go down yeah. a one way street to, just based on your challenge. Up. Two up, down a one way street. Let's go, baby. <laughs> you got it. All right. So we're going to go get a six pack when the show's over and really just throw down. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dames, it's really, really cool to have you back on the show again. And, um, well, um, this this year, I'm going to try to do a lot better job of having uh, more folks on the show. Since now we actually have a, a world again. Uh, that being said, you know, for next 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 uh, next show, I have some people lined up, and you know, we have racing to talk about again. You know, after the last two years where things didn't really work out, things are getting back to normal, and uh, folks are really want to put the word out. And uh, boy, a lot of other things sprouted out, like Hawk was out of motor camp, and you know. Uh, you know, the kids kids ride and stuff like that. I mean, uh, folks really want to help people out and especially uh, teach kids how to ride. So there's a lot lot of lot of things out there now that you really didn't see that uh, we, we didn't have as kids. Like, people want to teach you how to ride a bike, you know? So it's really, really neat out there. And I'm sure the kids, after all these couple of years, uh, they can learn how to ride a motorcycle. And uh, we're going to, we're gonna, you know, uh, promote that more as well in the next couple of weeks as far as the... Uh, the camps and all that good stuff. But uh, thank you, Hawk Mazzotta, for coming on in, and Dustin Cornier for coming on in, and Chris Simmons Morgan for coming on in, and Emily uh, Davis O'Care Wakeman. 
and uh, Mr. Wade Boyd, Subculture Racing, and of course, also Bill Crate Bryan for spinning the tunes. And uh, this is Always. our first show out here. And uh, boy, all right, it worked out in the end. So, oh, did it work? It did. It worked. All right, let's I'm go home. Do it all this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go give me a drink. <laughs> Cheers and thank you for being right, at Race well, Alley at Media Radio. Yar. Yar, yar. Yar. And I would say good year. <laughs> and uh, thank you, uh, you know, uh, for Mutiny Radio for having us here and Pamtastic as always. Cheers.
Mixed up Men of the Mountain by Khan, featuring Steve Hillage and Dave Stewart, the heir of the cat. This is going to be an epic foray into the Tangerine Dream. This is Tangerine Dream live from Pergamon. Quichotte Part 2. This is epic. Strap in, turn it up, and let yourself fly. Thank you. 